You know, there's a lot of people out there right now that are struggling as they get ready for school. Uh, Again, everybody's excited to see their friends, but whether it is junior high, high school, elementary school, or dare we say even university and beyond, yeah, there are certain subjects out there that are causing some anxiety and many struggle with mathematics. I know I did every single year, but the good news is math doesn't have to be scary. UBC professor Dr. Lindsay Daniels has a couple of tips for high schoolers and beyond to help students overcome their fear of fractions and eventually succeed in the classroom. Kind enough to join me today, the assistant professor of teaching in the UBC Department of Mathematics, Dr. Daniels. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rob. How are you? Well, I'm okay, but even just the the mention of math gets me a little anxious. And, uh, you know, I know that's something that I got to deal with on my own, but there's a lot of kids getting ready to go back into the classroom, and math always seems to be the one that triggers a little bit of anxiety. Why is that? Uh, so I will say math has a reputation, we'll say, for being uh, one of the more difficult subjects. Um, I will also add to that that it... Um, While it is challenging, it really helps us to focus in on our critical thinking skills and helps us develop a framework for approaching and solving problems. So when we think about tackling a problem, that can often be quite a big task. And so that's sort of, I would say, a connection between math is that it's really helping us hone those skills and those are difficult skills to accomplish. One of the challenges, and I watched both my kids go through the pandemic while they were in high school, was the disconnect and being able to get that secondary help. Now, I know that we're a year or so removed from the height of the pandemic, but mm-hmm. really math is one of those connective subjects where in grade 9 it helps you in grade 10, in grade 10 it helps you in grade 11. And I feel like there's a fraction of the kids out there, no pun intended, that are still <laughs> trying to find their traction, getting back on track. And sometimes it's really hard to go back and have it make sense to you and then catch up. So is that something that mm-hmm. is... Uh, part of maybe why some kids are anxious right now? That, that can definitely be a piece of it. Um, I will say one of the uh, newer things that's happening on the internet now is there's actually a lot of resources um, online that can be quite helpful when you're sort of feeling anxious and maybe not prepared. Um, Google's a great resource. There's a lot of good YouTube videos now uh, with the pandemic that have been produced. And even checking in with the school's uh, teacher and their help centers as well can be a great resource for parents to figure out what resources are out there and what might be best to support their child as they're sort of uh, moving through the curriculum this year. Yeah, I mean, think about that, the YouTube element and the chat GPT mm. element and the other ways that are available to kids. Because I remember back in the old days, it was sacrilege to even look at my calculator because I was, you know, <laughs> cheating if I was. But um, instead of just doing long, you know, division as opposed to short division, obviously there are some additional tools out there. How can a parent get involved? Like, you know, sometimes kids come home, the last thing they want to do is put this at my parent's step. And I remember by the time my kids came home in grade 10, if I'm being completely honest, I wasn't able to help them because I didn't know the math myself because I wasn't exactly a rocket scientist in high school. So is it okay to tell your kids like, hey, go look it up on YouTube? Is that now standard practice? I think for parents, one of the first things that they should tell their child is that um, they're not an expert uh, in that particular subject. And that's 100% an okay thing to say. And so maybe this raising of Uh, I'm not sure, but maybe we can look it up together and learn together what this topic is. That can be a great way to, one, support your child in the learning, but also have them feel as though they're not alone on that learning journey. Um, Another good, great tip for parents is to have a positive attitude towards math in their home um, and to normalize this help-seeking behavior. 
Uh, asking questions is a great way to help understand the, the sort of building blocks that math takes and builds up on. And, and so asking questions, um, and if parents can encourage that, um, that would be amazing. <laughs> One of the things that uh, I think parents are still kind of working around or wrapping their head around is this new grading system that is starting to peak up across different grades, especially middle high school. Uh, when it comes to instead of an A or a B or a C, they're starting to get like, yeah, he's, he's on the right track or hang in there. And, and it's just a new verbiage. in, and, and I think they're trying to stimulate conversation between teachers and parents. Is math one of those things where perhaps the old grading system might be more effective? Or is this one of those opportunities where it can actually help a kid by not seeing that particular exact number as to whether they're succeeding or struggling? Mm-hmm. I think that's really uh, an interesting question. Um, I would say it will depend individually on that particular student, what they find the most helpful in terms of feedback for where they currently are in the classroom. Some students might not find an exact number or a letter particularly useful, and determine sort of where they are. Um, and some might actually want to lean into these more sort of um, statements of, you know, you're on the right track, you're, you're um, moving towards the learning goals and that kind of thing. So I think it really depends on the student. Um, I, I will say any type of feedback and the more feedback we can give to students, the better um, to support their learning journey. I just remember there was a point in my math class where I just I just quit, for lack of a better phrase. And I, I know that's not something that anybody wants to admit, but I'd rather just be transparent here because the reality is, is the conveyor belt of mathematics over the course of the year doesn't necessarily stop. So at some point, if you just don't, quote, get it, sometimes you just check out. And I'm just wondering if there's a tool or an exercise or a resource or a way that a kid who maybe feels like they're starting to fall behind can somehow get back back on that conveyor belt and not mm-hmm. lose the whole year. Is there anything that you'd recommend? Uh, so the first thing that I would recommend is to sort of say to not give up. Um, a, a lot of students feel that way. Um, particularly, there's a lot of things that we ask of students throughout the academic year um, at all grade levels. So that it might feel at times that it's completely overwhelming and, and that's okay. Um, I would say to really try to lean into asking for help in those situations, either whether it's from instructors, parents, friends of uh, where they can get support and what resources can be helpful for them in that moment. The resources that might be helpful might differ depending on the content, what time of year it is, how that student is currently feeling. And so really checking in with the resources that are on hand and asking for help, I think is critical when those feelings do arise. It's great insight. Dr. Daniels, I thank you for your time this afternoon and I hope a lot of parents were listening. Thank you so much, Rob. Have a great afternoon. All right.